and welcome to our latest episode of the Embodied Living Yoga Podcast. I'm Shannon Elliott, and today I wanted to talk about an Ayurvedic teaching that I find so useful, not just to physical body, but emotional body, mental body. Uh, You could apply it to what's going on in your asana practice, your yoga practice, um, and just daily life in general. It's one of my... um, one of my favorite teachings. And so there is, um, there's something which I'm not going to get that much into, or probably not at all. That's called the doshas. And some of you are familiar with them. Uh, it's kapha, pitta, and vada. And the doshas are, uh, when it express it, when you're expressing a dosha, in your system, it's actually an imbalance. So the dosha is not, sometimes people get dosha confused with uh, Vikruti, which is really your, uh, Vikruti is your, uh, how you're made, right? That's kind of like your gifts is Vikruti. And so sometimes we think that that's our dosha. The dosha is the imbalance. The Vikruti is the gift. Okay. So when it starts to express itself in an imbalanced way, it means that the doshas are at play. And so, you know, maybe that's, um, you know, emotionally that could be irritation. It could be, a, a um, jealousy, it could be impatience, right? In your body, it might be uh, digestive stuff, disease, right? Uh, lots of lots and lots of different ways, arthritis, blah, blah, blah. So um, how this sort of works in our body, and this is, this is the teaching, is that things start to accumulate. And this is just part of nature, right? Like you take in food, you take in sensory experience, you take in uh, things that are coming at you, So, you know, people's words that are coming at you, you're taking things in, right, all the time. And so it's accumulating. And then uh, as it accumulates and starts to build, right, it will start to turn into aggravation. And so um, they say that this begins often in the digestive system, okay? So maybe it shows up as a little bit of... uh, indigestion, gas, something like that. Okay, but in your your digestive system and your brain deeply connected, right? They call now your your gut your second brain. Okay. So uh the aggravation is not just physical. When things start to aggravate, you might get a little irritable. You might get impatient. You might get aggravated, right? Things start to aggravate. And um this is, you know, healthy people, you go through this thing, right? So something that I really like about this teaching is that it's already not telling, it's already telling us that we're not going to be, you know, content all the time. That part of a human experience is that you are going to accumulate, you're going to aggravate a little. And then in a healthy person, you digest that and then you start to assimilate and process and you move it through in a healthy way before it moves on, right? It alleviates itself. Um, And, you know, this happens often and then sometimes it doesn't. And so, you know, throughout the day, just to start to notice when you're when you're taking things in, uh, whether it's food or emotional experiences or what's going on in your mind, what's actually happening, right? When you start to get into that uh, aggravated state, what? How can you help yourself to digest and process so that it can actually uh, alleviate? You know, this is part of part of nature. It's part of life. I mean. 
um, you know, I think about this just even with my kids or like the summer with my kids, you know, and it's like, I love them and I'm not, not totally like the person that's like, Oh my God, get the kids away. Right. But by the time September comes, we're ready. Right. You start to get a little aggravated towards the end of August and September comes and they're, it, it's you alleviate, right. By, um, them going back to school and me going back to work on a different level, right? It, it, things start to get alleviated. The seasons are like this. You know, winter is fine until you cannot stand it anymore and then spring comes, right? And we hear this all the time because people are like, oh, it's so cold, I can't stand it. Spring comes, beautiful. Oh, it's so rainy towards the end, can't stand it. Summer comes, love the heat. Oh, it's so hot, I can't stand it. Fall comes. Right. And so that's part of um, nature's way of accumulating and aggravating and then alleviating itself. And so um, then we move in. If it doesn't alleviate, okay, you start to move into the spreading. And so things start to spread. And this is when it starts to become more of a disease. Okay. So it gets into your bloodstream, it gets into your chemistry. Um, you know, it might show up as a little bit of depression. It might show up as someone who's really starts to get angry. Uh, it might show up as, um, you know, maybe a little bit of, uh, like since it's in your blood, it could show up as anemia. It could show up as, um, you know, you're not getting the circulation right? So your poor circulation, stuff like that starts to happen when it gets into that spreading, right? It starts to spread and it becomes not just a little irritation, but you start to like, actually, you know, they say hot blooded, right? Which is very interesting because the truth is when you're angry, your blood is hot and blood is hot anyway, but it gets hotter than hot, <laughs> hotter than the hot that blood is when you become angry. Um, and so, you know, lethargic, you can just, or you can get a little like all over the place, right? You start to get scattered. And so, um, this is when, again, it just starts to show in that way that it's spread beyond a little bit of that natural aggravation, accumulate into aggravation. And then if it continues on unprocessed, it starts to then relocate. Right. And so it relocates into um, a specific part of your body. Okay. And when it starts to relocate, um, you know, this is when things start to become a little bit more, uh, more chronic. So this is when it's interesting because this is when Western medicine actually comes in. For the most part, Western medicine doesn't actually come in until. Um, until we can diagnose something, right? How many times, like, you kind of feel like something's wrong. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. You feel like something's wrong. You feel like, you know, it's just not, there's something isn't right, but no one can figure it out, right? Because it actually hasn't shown signs yet. And um, here, it actually starts to show signs, okay? So you, you really, you know, all the, the things that we... Um, we hear about, right, the disease in the body and in the mind, like now it's being diagnosed. And um, I find it interesting that all these other things have already happened, 
right, before Western medicine medicine can come in and diagnose. And thank God we have Western medicine because I think it's extremely helpful. And I'm not um, not saying anything against it because we actually really need it. We need both. But that self-awareness, because Ayurveda is all about self-awareness and that, you know, uh, while there are Ayurvedic doctors, the, the big push of the practice is that there aren't experts, right? We become our own expert in the sense that if you, you know, have more awareness and if you can really start to pay attention to what's going on, you'll catch yourself, you know, very easily, I think, with a little, just a little bit of practice in this accumulation and aggravation phase, the beginning. And that's really what we're going for. You know, um, once you've cleared yourself of other things is to try to catch yourself at that beginning. Um, I'm finding it very interesting because the school that I'm going to right now, we're also doing these food experiments, you know, so you have to sit down over three days and taste certain things. And I realize how much um, I never really, you know, pay attention. And I think I'm a pretty mindful eater and a healthy eater overall but how much I've never really tasted certain things and how interesting it is to be asked to taste something like almond milk or hemp seeds, ginger, turmeric, right? And be able not only to taste it as it comes in and what's happening, but what happens after, what happens as it goes into the digestive tract and how it comes out of you, right? How often, besides corn, I know I'm oversharing, but besides corn, how often do we pay attention to really know like how often it takes to for something to come in and then out? And so it's quite interesting to have that level. And I can already see over, you know, just a few weeks that I'm getting more connected to it. But I also I have a long way to go because it's really hard to follow an ingredient for that long and to really even just be able to taste, you know, um, to taste really what you're eating in a way and identify the taste and understand what's happening and understand how to balance it for you. And if it's good for you, you know, what I also find interesting, I know I'm, I'm sidebarring a little, but it is part of this is the Western medicine, right, tends to say this is good for everybody. And what I'm finding really kind of very cool is that when we do these experiments, and then we all come together as a group, and uh, you hear people's experiences, right? And so, um, you know, ginger for one person may be really heating and like really cause irritation and start to, you know, uh, it's too much all the way through, it just kind of creates like some sloppiness all the way through. And then other people find it warming and cozy and grounding. And, and the great thing about Ayurveda is that really neither one is wrong, right? Both aren't wrong. And so when you start to learn what it is that happens in your own system, you can understand that, you know, okay, this is what Ginger's doing to me right now. And this may or may not be healthy at this moment, which also doesn't mean that it's not going to be healthy forever because there may be times if I have a cold or something, if ginger was too irritating for me, say, you know, when I'm taking it now, but there might be a time if I have a cold and I get mucusy and, you know, then I might go back to ginger. And so again, it's paying attention to what you feel. And this is what this whole teaching is, is to really start to notice and 
you know, yes, we need experts and we need doctors and we need help from others, but also how much power we have just by starting to pay attention um, simply to what it is that we're eating. I mean, try it. Try to eat something, one ingredient, and follow it all the way through your system. It's quite an interesting project. Um, and then it moves into, um, so relocation we went into, and then it starts to manifest, okay? So it starts to manifest, and then it starts to grow, okay? So um, this is when it can be uh, a stronger disease, and the cure can be, uh, it's a little bit more difficult at this point to cure, and then it, the final one is that it's an expression of unique characteristics of the disease. And so this is when it, it does become more difficult, um, the most difficult to cure when it gets all the way to here. So it could be things like um, like eczema um, and, uh, you know, all the way to... Uh, to certain types of, I mean, all the way to cancer and things like that, right? So it's, you understand where I'm going with it. And really, I want to, um, I want to go through the six, but I want us to, I want to focus more on the two. So just to go back through it again, it's accumulation, which is, you know, the, the starting of taking things in and then things get a little aggravated and aggravated is a tricky word because it doesn't even necessarily mean unpleasant. It just that it starts to, it starts to build. Okay. It starts to build into something. And then if it's not alleviated at that point, it will spread and then it relocates and then it manifests. And then it starts to ex the expression of those unique characteristics of just that disease. And so each stage that you move up, it starts to become harder to treat. Um, and so, again, as Ayurveda, the more connected you get to the practice, we really want through um, the goal would be to move into that sort of nature's kind of state where things accumulate and aggravate and then they alleviate, right? They get relieved. And this is, if you watch nature, this is really what happens. There's accumulation and overflow and kind of, you know, some other kinds of things. And then things get alleviated. And so uh, while, while, of course, that's not always the path, this is, this is part of how, um, how we're made to be in balance. So imbalance, again, doesn't always mean that you're a-okay, right? It means that imbalance is that you're working with this and understanding this. And then it's really the key, um, I think, at that aggravation phase as things start to build before it spreads, the key is to process, assimilate, you know, and um, alleviate, right? It's so you digest it out of you. And so you may need help, you know, depending on what you're eating, you may need help on depending on what it is that's going on in your mental state at the time, you may need some assistance. Um, and that's where it comes in, okay, do I need more exercise today? Do I need to relax? Do I need to go um, and take a nap? Do I need soup? Or do I need, you know, a, a salad? Right. And so these these kind of choices, you have these choices when you can pay attention to what it is. And it all comes back to the, you know, the yoga piece of that first word in the yoga sutras, which is atta, which is now. So what you have is now. And 
Um, I don't know. I hope that you enjoyed this teaching. It obviously can go so, so, so much deeper, but I think it's just a really interesting way to think of things. Um, as I'm paying attention to what's happening in my own body and understanding, you know, some things that I'm working through and some things that have gone on, I think probably into the, the number six, you know, like all the way up. And so that I am dealing with some things that are considered more in that expression of unique characteristics of the disease where it becomes really hard to treat, um, really, really hard to treat. And so I have some of that and then I have all the other things, right, that I'm dealing with every day and to keep those things moving through. And so, you know, you, most of us have both sides of this. And if we can just understand where we are, it helps me understand what it is that I need to do and how I need to um, to work with it, right? Because it's not going, oh, you know, I'm at this difficult to cure stage and now what the what the F, right? It's like, this is where I'm at. And how can I live with what it is that is happening, which is not always done well. Okay, but how do I live with what it is that is happening and stay, um, stay, at, you know, um, I'm gonna say higher state, because I, I don't really like that. But to stay uplifted, to stay, um, positive to stay patient right with what it is that is happening and just understand you know like when I when I can look at it this way I can understand okay this is it's gone through a lot to get to this so maybe it's going to take a little bit of patience actually and self-love and self-care to help heal some of these things in my own system um, and that's been a big lesson for me, you know, when to understand that how long it's taken to get to some of these states is it's OK, you know, like so part of my life's journey is not what I want it to be, honestly, but part of my life's journey is what it is. And it's not it is what it is. And now, you know, that this sucks. It, it's like it is what it is. And now what I'm what am I going to do with it and how am I going to care for it and how I'm going how am I going to care for myself during the the harder times and also then to understand you know, what Ayurveda's goal is, is to really catch us at that aggravation state so that we can continue to move things through our system because it's in the movement, healthy movement, right? We want the healthy movement. I mean, that's how it kind of pretty much all started is with movement. And so we want to keep our movements um, intentional and healthy and contained in a reasonable way so that it's not um, all over the place and it's not creating, you know, crazy tornadoes inside of ourselves. And, and it's actually just moving in a way that is uh, calm and healthy and, uh, and in a way that we can process. So uh, yeah, so I'm going to end there today. I really hope that you found this useful. I um, I don't know. Again, I love this teaching. So it was right at surface level of the teaching. You can go so much deeper. So if you're interested, 
you know, definitely look, I'm sure you can find um, on the internet for sure, a lot of lot more information. And there's lots of books as well that I could recommend. So if you're interested, just reach out Shannon at onyxyogastudio.com, Shannon Elliott yoga.com. Uh, please leave us ratings, leave us feedback. We'd love, love, love to hear from you. Uh, you can check out our yoga studio, onyxyogastudio.com. Have a beautiful day. Om Shanti.